sanitarium it is the season finale of channel zero no end house before we get into that though make sure to email the show the slasher sanitarium at gmail.com nobody's done that ever um you can go ahead and email me and i will read your email on the air follow us on twitter at slasher podcast or like our facebook page visit patreon.com slash slasher podcast to support and keep the slasher sanitarium alive I'll visit visit our website, slashersanitarium.weebly.com. So, it is the finale. We've got six episodes in here, and let's get rolling on it. We start with some eggshells cracking, and we find out that it is one year later. So, that's how they were going to do this. Uh, make it so it's a year later, and that's how the house can come back. Uh, Margo offers to feed John... And he kind of reluctantly does it, but she says she's been keeping track and she goes about a memory from when they were young or when she was young, I should say. And he talks about um, finding an apple and the memory, the house then creates a memory apple. So um, it's not just memories of people that the house sites can eat. It's also, well, people and dogs, but it's also regular memories too. So not sure why she can't just feed him a memory of her eating pancakes at IHOP at, on a local Tuesday, but I don't know. I guess maybe it's got to be a vivid memory. So we cut to Margot writing in a journal. Uh, she has pretty terrible handwriting, but for someone who can uh, barely write sentences, I don't really think I should uh, be making too much fun of her. She hops into bed with Seth, and this is their life now. Just a reminder, this is happening in real time, so Margot has legit been missing in the real world for about a year. We get a montage of life in the house, compete with a late-night fucking session between Seth and Margot. Uh, neither of them seems all that happy during this, although, I mean, Seth is clearly happy he's in the house, but uh, Margot definitely kind of just going about her business. Uh, you know, I mean, it might be because they can't go anywhere in the house. The house kind of just limited to this part of a town. Uh, and there's also not really a job to do. Seth goes and visits his fake family, and then Margot confronts him about uh, the fake family being locked up, but Seth says he already gave them everything he doesn't want to remember, so they are hungry out there. Seth then kind of freaks out, and he runs off, and she follows him, and they go, and they see a Quebec flag is hanging up, which means that the house has rearranged itself, and that means that it has also shown up again. And this time, it's in Canada. So, kind of interesting because I, I wasn't sure if this meant that the house was like 
I'm going to show up in Canada, I might as well throw a flag out there to make people welcomed. Or if this was actually like, there was already somebody that came into the house and their memories have created this and made made their house on the block here. But uh, So that's kind of cool that this, this marks the fact that the house has reappeared when it rearranges itself. We see that Jules is searching for the house online, and she finds that the house has arrived in Quebec. And then she takes off. Now, wherever this takes place, because I don't think that we've ever been really told specifically where they were before, but it was close enough to Quebec that Jules was able to drive in what seemed like less than a day. And I can't remember how long the house is supposed to be around. I thought it was only a few days, and then it disappears again, so... Uh, I think there, there there might not be a set time. It might just be when it gets full. But she arrives to see the house is uh, is there, and there's a line of people there. And Jules walks up to a group of Canadians, and she sees that Seth is in line, and he says hi. So we cut to Seth bringing Jules into the house, and he also says that the blob won't starve to death as long as its food source is out there. So I guess that dude that we saw starving... A couple episodes ago, I guess maybe his food source was dead. I think that was maybe what they were saying on it. Um, which, of course, it would mean that that would be what ha- what would have happened to JD if they hadn't burned him, to him alive. Was that he was probably going to starve. So, apparently, as long as the the person that they feed off of is still alive, they will continue to survive and continue to try to find that person. So, Drew is a super paranoid of Seth. Which I understand, but I seem to remember the last time she saw Seth, she didn't seem to be all that concerned with him. Uh, Jules wonders about the city being different, and Seth explains that the house is a living thing. Uh, Then Jules gets bleeped twice for saying fuck. Now, I'm all for, you know, using actual language that people would use, but it does kind of take me out of it when sci-fi, like bleeps i mean it's not, i say bleep but they're not making noise but it kind of mutes what what any time that they swear and it just kind of takes me out of it seth punches jules in the gut and drags her into a house so just a reminder seth's a bad guy margo wants to try to lock the front door because that's the thing that you can apparently try to do so that nobody else can comes into the no end house she also Talks about potentially wanting to light the house on fire. So, yeah, I guess, yeah. Seth is concer- uh, convinced that this will not work, work and actively fights against it because, of course, he loves the house more than he loves anybody else. Jules wakes up at a garage and she sees the memory blob is just waiting there for him. It's calling out to her and the blob reaches out to her. She questions what it is and so do I because we haven't really gotten anything on why exactly this is a thing and not just like a manifestation of her dad or her mom or anything like that like what is this fucking blob thing uh we're never gonna find out because they never explained it in the episode or in the in the series proper but yeah so um she kind of calls it like a, a tumor and i i guess maybe that's a thing but jules says she's not the same person as she was before and the blob starts playing voicemails of Margot calling out for Jules. Uh, that doesn't seem to work as Jules walks away, but then she hears Margot clearly call out to her, turns around, and we get jump scared by the blob face. So, Jules is just as terrible as always. 
pretty clear on Seth's motives here. He does not want to lose Marco, hence why he just tried to feed jewels to the blob. And he clearly doesn't want to leave the house because he has said before that this is the only place he feels like he belongs. So I'm not sure why Marco doesn't seem to think that Seth was going to do something here as soon as the house opened up again. She'd been living with him for a year. That's pretty fucking dense to not realize that, like, this is what this guy is. We cut back over and we see that Jules got herself trapped inside of the blob. So, yep, just as useless as ever. Uh, it starts leaking the black fluid while she screams over and over, but then she manages to stab through the blob and cuts herself out of it and emerges from it covered in blood. So, alright, I'll concede. I guess she's not the same person she was before, because this time she actually did something useful. Margot is staring at the TV, so I guess they do have TV, but it seems like it's just odd shapes. Um, also, I think that would be very interesting to see if, uh, you know, they actually had, like, TV shows on, because they, they do have real people still living here on, on top of the memory things, so... Seth goes to talk to John, so Seth is just as concerned that she could destroy the Noen house. And uh, John correctly says that eventually Margo will run out of memories, and she'll be a husk, and he will die. And Margo sees Jules walking down the road. Turns out Margo has kept Jules in her memories, and says that the only things that she remembers are Jules and the two people that live in the house here. Margo doesn't want to leave because she doesn't remember the real world, but Jules wants to show her something. Seth comes back inside and sees that Margo's gone, and he's not pleased. Jules says that there is something that she needs to know about Seth, and they bomb in on a, a, a girl sitting on the floor, drawing kind of shadowy figures, and Jules says that this is another Margo. Seth brought her here, and the house has hollowed her out, and she doesn't even know that she is in no end house anymore. So, and the girl asks if Seth is coming back. So... Uh, Margot didn't realize that she probably wasn't the first person that Seth has done this with. And again, this is our main character. Margot confronts Seth about the woman in the house, and we see that the entire cul-de-sac is filled with hollowed-out women. So did the house create this cul-de-sac just for Seth's husk people? Or did Seth ask for it? Or did he just find a convenient cul-de-sac and he was like, oh, this would be perfect for for an awesome shot when all of my former people that I banged and let the house suck dry come walking out of here. He does have a lovely collection of people and they all seem to be wearing very similar outfits, so I guess he's got a type. Jules arrives back at Margot's house and she sneaks up at John, but not really because he turns around. They play that's not a knife, that is a knife. But John says that Jules should kill him because he, they've stayed consistent with the fact that this that the John thing loves his daughter. And so it makes sense. He realizes that Margot is getting hollowed out and probably knows exactly what's going to happen with her. And he knows he also doesn't really belong existing. Cut back over, and why the fuck is Margot still talking to this fucking guy? Margot finally seems to understand that Seth is a creep, but she still proceeds to continue to talk to him and allow him time to explain that he thinks that none of them have ever realized how special the house is, that memory is a disease, and the house is the cure. That's great, except for the fact that you just said 
you didn't you have a bunch of memories you don't want to get rid of so clearly you're not a hundred percent on the whole i don't need memories to be happy train because you're clearly holding on to some memories so margo asks what is love cue the music not really because i'm not going to fucking put that music into this seth says he is not a serial killer he's a serial monogamous she then drops some terrible fucking line before she lets seth's fake family out um th this whole conversation was kind of kind of dragging me down um because instantly as soon as we saw the, what he's been doing to all these people Margot should have done more than just let out the fake family. And the fake family would not have caught up with him, except for the fact that Jules was behind Seth and stabs him right in the fucking gut. John then grabs him, and they allow the house family to start sucking him dry. They've got him on his knees as the cul-de-sac fills with black goop, and Seth loses his memories. John then is kind of spooked by this because he sees exactly what they are doing to him and realizes that they are so hungry, which is exactly what will happen to him soon, and which is what he will do to his daughter. John walks away as all the house ladies return to their houses. So I guess they're still fucked. Back from commercial and John is sitting by the pool, and he has his knife with him. Margo sits down next to him, and they have a little conversation for a little bit before John gets up, and we see that he's got a rope tied around his ankle. And Margo takes the knife, and she is trying to stab him, but she can't come up with the courage, so Jules walks over, wraps her hands around Margot's, and they both stab John in the chest together. He proceeds to fall in the pool, and the weight that he attached to his leg goes in there as well, just to make sure that he is super-duper dead. Jules and Margot leave the no-end house. And that's it. That's the end of the series. So... The realization about Seth was a nice little, I don't want to call it a twist because it really wasn't that big of a twist. He, We've known from like the second episode that he's a piece of shit. Um, all in all, you know, the series started off really good. I really liked the, the beginning though on House. Wasn't a huge fan of the whole we're going to leave but then we got to go back thing. Um, and then to just flash forward a year later into time and it'd be like nothing's really that big of a deal and Margot almost reluctantly was taken out of the house so I don't know, this felt a little flat to me um, I was kind of bummed because we've been doing really good you know so far last episode was I think where it kind of started to go a little bit um, off the rails but this one here just I don't know I just didn't feel really that fulfilled on it. And I guess, I mean, what, what kind of most story are you going to be able to tell? I was hoping that we'd maybe explain a little bit more about what the house is, because, yeah, these guys got out, but the house is still there. Like, they didn't burn it down. They didn't manage to get rid of it. There's a bunch of people in the front door that are getting it trapped in there right now, and there's a good chance that uh, this thing's going to come back in a year's time again. It's just going to keep going about its business, so... Um, it, this, this felt more like it was just looking at a chapter in the, the grand story of the house instead of being like, this is the end of the house and, or this is, these are the people that are going to finally take this thing down. Um, you know, yeah, they took down Seth, but I mean, I get it. 
I, 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 I get his place, uh, you know. I mean, there are some people that would be happy to have a place that would take all of their bad memories away from them and and they'd just be able to live the rest of their lives with, you know, people that, that love them and adore them. So I don't, you know, yes, what he did to those women is, is terrible, you know, but they also were willing participants in coming into the house in the first place. So I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't know. It, it could have been better. I'm not gonna, gonna lie, but we made it, we made it to the end of it. And, uh, this now opens it up where I'm going to be able to turn around and uh, move on to the next series. And I haven't figured out what that's going to be yet. Um, I will, we will be back with a Halloween episode for sure. And we will most likely, um, I'm thinking we're probably going to be doing trick or treat, which is one of my favorite movies and to always watch on Halloween. Um, so make sure to, to stay subscribed here to, to listen to that as soon as it comes out and make sure to have a fun and safe Halloween.